Hello everyone and welcome to the Dizworld Podcast, your source for Disney news, reviews, information, travel tips, and more. This is episode 164 for the week of January 24th, 2021. I am your host, Justin Eddy, alongside the girl who is a great sensational corporation, Michelle Beck. Hello. What am I referring to? That is the original Chippendale song. I thought the Rescue Rangers song was the original Chippendale song. In case you missed it this week, Festival of the Lion King returns this summer to Disney's Animal Kingdom. That's good news. All five seasons of The Muppet Show are coming to Disney+. Plus. I gotta go. Oh, next month. And the streaming service announces its release schedule for February 2021. We'll discuss these top stories, what was trending on Twitter this week, and bring you news from all around the Diz world in our 10 and 10 News Blast segment where we fill you in on all the Disney happenings in about 10 minutes. All this and more is coming at you in... Welcome, everyone. So, Festival of the Lion King returns this summer. It's hard to believe that that's been gone for almost a year, right? Yeah. I'm happy it's coming back. Okay, so they didn't announce an exact return date yet, but it is coming back this summer, and they ha, did say that, that's actually very good. I know. So <laughs> that it's going to have some modified uh, precautions in place. So obviously I'm sure there's going to be uh, some socially distant seating. And then um, one of the things, like some of the uh, performances will be a little bit different. One of the things that I heard is, you know, the – the monkeys, the acrobatic mm-hmm. monkeys, that they won't be returning. What? So I don't know if that's just temporary or if they'll come back in the future when things return to uh, somewhat normal. I know. That's one of your favorites, isn't it? I love The Lion King. and I, It's not something that I do every single time Like we've gone to Animal Kingdom. Because, I mean, it's always kind of the same, but I do really enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. And the acrobats, the monkeys. Are and the poor, they're, they have Did such you, good voices. Oh, yeah. They're really good. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on. And this is, I feel like this should have been number one, though. Uh, it's it's time to play the music. It's time to light <laughs> the lights because all five seasons of The Muppet Show are coming to Disney+. Plus. Yeah. So Disney announced all five seasons are coming to Disney+. Plus next month, um, actually on Friday, February 19th. And um, one, thing, one thing I didn't know is season four and five had never been available on home enta- entertainment before. So, like, I have seasons one through three on DVD, but I didn't know that seasons four and five were never made available. So be sure to check that out. That's awesome. More Muppets is always, always a good thing. Uh, and now, uh, speaking of Disney+, Plus, uh, they have re- announced their release schedule for February 2021. So what's going on with that? Yeah, so you can go ahead on our website and take a look at the exact release schedule to see exactly what's coming out on every day, on every Friday. Um, but just to summarize, uh, fan favorites like the film Cheaper by the Dozen and the seventh season of Wicked Tuna Outer Banks, plus a handful of exciting premieres. Uh, new episodes of Marvel Studios' WandaVision will continue to roll out every Friday, while Disney legend Jin 
heads the Muppet Show will join uh, the library on February 19th. On February 12th, Inside Pixar Portraits will profile several of the talented people who work for Pixar Animation Studios, including a music editor and a pastry chef. The following Friday, the comedy film Flora and Ulysses will introduce 10-year-old Flora, an avid comic book fan and a self-avowed cynic whose parents have recently separated. After rescuing a squirrel and naming him Ulysses, Flora is amazed to discover he possesses unique superhero powers which take them on an adventure of humorous complications. And also be sure to mark your calendars for February 26th when Myth of Frozen Tail premieres. Set in an enchanted forest outside of Arendelle, a family sits down for a bedtime story and is transported to a vibrant and myth mythical world where the elemental spirits inspired by Disney's hit Frozen 2 come to life and the myth of their past and their future is revealed. Like I said, you can check out the complete lineup on our website. The content is coming. It's coming in uh, hot and heavy every single month. There's a lot of great stuff uh, that they're releasing. Um, I, I heard you mention WandaVision in there, and the third, the, the third episode was better than the first two. So You hated the first two. It's because it was so stupid like, and you, bad. Like, I didn't hate it. I didn't think it was stupid and bad. I find it hard to believe that anyone didn't like it, or anyone liked it. I liked it. No, you didn't. <laughs> you, you're just confused right now. The third episode was better than it the first It was better, two, I but I didn't hate the first two like you did. Hate such a terrible, strong word, but I, I did hate the first two episodes of that. You can find links to all those articles that we just talked about and everything else we're going to talk about today on our website, which is thedizworld.com. Just look for the I-C-Y-M-I. I feel like I should be doing like the YMCA thing when I'm reading that. Dizworld News Roundup post now is also a uh, good time to bring up that you can check out the Disney event calendar page on our website, and that's where you ha find every Disney happening conveniently located in one spot so you don't miss a single thing. And then for all that uh, Disney Plus information, check out DisneyPlusInformer.com. They are your premier site for Disney Plus news, reviews, rumors, release schedules, so much more. Michelle writes articles for them. That's DisneyPlusInformer.com. Now let's talk about what was trending on Twitter this week. In our Twitter-pated segment, I think it has uh, to do with, uh, well, Marvel just leads the pack again. Yeah, so uh, earlier this week, um, some reports came out saying that Marvel's Black Widow will likely be delayed again in theaters. So this will be like exactly a year wow. from when it was initially supposed to come out. So uh, right now it's supposed to come out on May 7th, and they are saying that it will likely be delayed again. Of course, there's also the possibility people keep saying, why don't they release this on Disney Plus on Premiere Access like they did with Mulan or something like that. Um, but such a huge blockbuster movie, I think that's going to be like a last-ditch thing if they do that. Um, so anyway, a lot of fans went on social media mm -hmm. and, uh, expressed their disappointment. So, uh, there's a lot of memes going on out there and people just aren't happy. They really the want to see this. Um, so yeah. Well, Hey, they, it, the times are tough and, and I, I get why they're doing it because that's a, that's a big one. It seems like it, a lot of people just like, why not do a hybrid release? Do it on Premiere Access. Do it in theaters where you can. And um, so it seems like that's what the fans want. I mean, I want to go back to the movies as much as anyone does. But at the same time, it's got to be, you got to feel safe. And I mean, 
it, who knows when that's going to be back to normal. Where probably not by be, May. No, probably not by May. They're, I mean, that's a big one. So, I mean, they, they don't want to... They want to maximize it, obviously, yeah. because, I mean, look, look how all those big Marvel movies have done in the past. I mean, they've, they've made bazillions of dollars, and I think that that is like a, an actual like, solid number that they actually made. It's a bazillion. It's like one with 74 zeros. Let's go ahead and move on to the News Blast segment, Michelle. Let's, uh, you go first. I'll stop talking. Okay, so Disney has shared a first look at Tom Holland and the new Web Slingers attraction that's going to be opening at Disneyland Resort. Um, this is going to be part of the Avengers Campus that was supposed to be opening over the summer at Disney California Adventure Park. Of course, it didn't open because Disneyland Resort never reopened. So anyway, uh, they put together this uh little video where you can take a little sneak peek of the ride and Tom Holland who will reprise his role as Peter Parker in the attraction. Definitely take a look. Um, this is going to be you're going to wear 3D glasses in this ride. It's going to be interactive. It, immersive. It looks awesome. Definitely check it out. Tom Holland's easily one of the three best uh, people to play. I love him. I do too. He's really good. He's actually my favorite. Uh, up first for me, uh, the soundtrack albums for the first two episodes of Marvel's WandaVision series on Disney Plus have been released by Hollywood Records. The digital soundtracks feature a score by uh, composer Christoph Beck. Any relation? Probably. Yeah. I mean, Somewhere down the line. Yeah. We'll just, maybe you should just call him up. We'll invite him on for next one. Uh, and the original <laughs> theme songs are uh, by Kristen Anderson Lopez and Robert Lopez. Uh, from Frozen, uh, the Oscar-winning songwriters penned unique songs for several episodes in the series spanning from the 50, 1950s to the early 2000s. Beck composed and produced all score tracks on each WandaVision album. Uh, on composing unique scores for all nine episodes, Beck said, for each era, the music is a loving homage to uh, the uh, sitcom scores typical of the time period. This involved not only the instrumentation, but also the composition style. According to Beck, the score features instruments that were typical of the era being represented in, in, in a given episode. Early episodes feature small orchestral ensembles, while later episodes embrace a rock pop style. Beck also utilized period-specific recording and mixing techniques to achieve the authenticity filmmakers wanted. And that's actually really cool that they did that, or yeah, how they did that. it is. Um, so Ginger, I think it's Gonzaga has joined the cast of the She-Hulk series for Disney+. Plus. Um, she will reportedly start opposite of Tatiana Maslany. You can say show. Tatiana Maslany, but not Gonzaga. Yes, because I know who Tatiana okay. Maslany is. Um, so anyway, so the She-Hulk is being described as a 30-minute legal comedy. Uh, Maslany is, um, she's actually going to be playing Jennifer Walters, a.k.a. She-Hulk, in the mm -hmm. series. And Gonzaga will play Walter's best friend. The Hulk is also set to appear, played by Mark Ruffalo, and the Abomination, played by Tim Roth. Kristen Ritter is also rumored to reprise her role as Jessica Jones in the series. Um, you might know Gonzaga. She's uh, from her two Showtime series that were executive produced by Jim Carrey. One is Kidding, in which Carrey also starred, and then another series called I'm Dying Up Here. She is also a series regular on ABC's Mixology and TBS is wrecked. Um, this series is uh, set to begin a six-month shoot in February and is supposed to premiere on Disney Plus in 2022. Do you know if that uh, um, Jessica Jones show, it used to be on Netflix. Is that still on there? Is that I have Disney no idea. Plus? I have no idea. 
I was that originally was it has always it, been a Netflix show? It was originally on Netflix in like I it was several years ago. I, I think I watched like the first episode or two and thought, oh, okay, it was pretty good, but then I just never went back to it. But I didn't know if it was like a CW show originally and then it was on Netflix. No, it, it, was, it, it Netflix was I'm show. I'm like ninety nine point nine percent sure that it was just mm-hmm. on Netflix and I just wonder what, like, they used to have that in, like, several Marvel series, and I don't know if Netflix still has those on there or not, or if they just I, all I, I know it's not in Disney+. Plus. Okay. Anyway, uh, back in 2019, Disney announced a Rogue One spinoff series for Disney+, Plus that would be a prequel to Rogue One, a Star Wars, sto- uh, Star Wars story. The show would see uh, Diego Luna reprise his role as Rebel Cassian Andor and his sidekick, a reprogrammed Imperial droid named K2SO, performed and voiced by Alan Tudyk, uh, who would also return. Uh, now there are new reports saying the former Empire droid will not be appearing in the series, at least not initially. The news comes from Alan Tudyk himself during a recent interview with Collider, where he revealed that he will not appear in Andor. They are shooting it right now. I'm not in it, but if it stays on the air, stories keep getting told, I'll end up in there. Tudyk went on to say, I'm going to be in the show. It's just that the story that Tony Gilroy is telling doesn't involve K2SO until later on. I can't be too specific, but I can definitely say that I'm not going to be in the first season and or will uh, reportedly consist of 12 episodes and debut on Disney Plus sometime in 2022. So Matt Hamilton, Paul Campbell, and Christina Rosado will join the cast of the Turner and Hooch Reboots uh, series set for Disney Plus. All actors will have a recurring role in the series. Uh, the TV series is based off the 1989 movie and centers around Scott Turner, who is a U.S. Marshal. He is a police detective in the film and his slobbery dog. When the ambition buttoned up U.S. Marshal inherits a big, unruly dog, he soon realizes the pet he didn't want may be the partner he needs. So um, the series will star Josh Peck. Um, and you can go on our website and you can see exactly what roles those three actors will have in the series. But um, it's going to be uh, 12 episodes, an hour long each. Um, it's expected to uh, actually, I think it already started production. It's supposed to wrap in April 2021. 20, uh, and you can watch the original Turner and Hutch movie on Disney. Know what I'm doing and, tonight. And uh, that one starred Tom Hanks. I they should get him. To, I, what is Tom Hanks doing these days? He they could probably. He doesn't get him do anything. That. I mean, <laughs> like at least a cameo or something. I'm sure he'd be thrilled to get back on camera. <laughs> Earlier this month, the Illuminati reported that Disney had offered comedian Nick Offerman the role of Smee in Disney's new live-action Peter Pan and Wendy film. There were also reports that Harry Potter's Brendan Gleeson had been considered for the role as well. But apparently, neither actor landed the role because The Rap just announced that comedian Jim Gaffigan has signed on to play Captain Hook's faithful and funny sidekick. Gaffigan has uh, most recently starred in Tesla, Troop Zero, American Dreamer, and Light from Light. The actor will join previously announced cast, including newcomer Alyssa Aluk, who will play Tiger Lily. Jude Law will play who will play the iconic Captain uh, villain Captain Hook, and Yara Shahidi. Uh, who has signed on to play Tinkerbell. Uh, is it Ever Anderson will play Wendy, and Alexander Maloney will play Peter Pan, and I'm actually looking forward to that. I've always loved Peter Pan, and I really like Jim Gaffigan. He's he's all, funny. He's really, really a funny stand-up comedian, so he'll bring, a, he'll bring some good humor to that, I'm sure. 
So back in December, Disney Plus announced that Disenchanted, a sequel to 2007's Enchanted, is in development for Disney Plus. Um, Amy Adams is set to return as Giselle. Uh, recently, we found out that Patrick Dempsey is returning also to reprise his role as Robert Phillip. And according to Production Weekly, the film will begin filming this spring in Ireland. Um, and they're saying Ireland closely resembles the land of Andalasia, which is the Andalated land that Giselle is originally from. Um, did you ever see this film, The um, Original Enchanted? I don't think so. I really like it. It's really good. On Disney Plus? Yes. Maybe I'll check it out. Uh, season two of the smash hit series of The Mandalorian concluded on December 18th, 2020 on Disney Plus. And since then, fans have been anticipating what the next chapter will hold in store for Din Djarin. Din Did I say that right? Yeah. And Grogu. Uh, details for the third season are being kept under wraps, but there are new reports that season three could begin filming this August. The news comes from Production Weekly and The Diz Insider, who reminds us to take it this information with a grain of salt because production dates always change on these, especially when there's worldwide pandemics uh, ongoing. Uh, during Disney's Investor Day presentation back in December, Disney announced that Season 3 of The Mandalorian would arrive on Disney Plus in December 2021. However, the Diz Insider points out that considering that filming will happen so late in the year, it hardly seems realistic that post-production will be complete by then. Showrunner John Favreau recently shared in an interview on Good Morning America that The Mandalorian Season 3 will begin filming after the book of Boba Fett, which they've already started working on, and uh, and or another Star Wars series for Disney Plus already has started filming, and the Obi Wan Kenobi limited series set to begin filming in March. So, okay, so Disneyland Paris has delayed the reopening to April 2021. It was supposed to reopen on February 12th, but um, as cases, coronavirus cases, continue to rise in France, and the government has issued several new restrictions and curfews. So um, right now um, it's been pushed back to April 2nd, but that could even get pushed back further. Just the way it is right now. Uh, finally, for me uh, this week, the Critics' Choice Association just released their television nominations for this year's Critics' Choice Awards. Uh, Disney-owned television platforms, including Disney+, Plus, FX, and Hulu, scored big with a total of 23 nominations. My personal favorite, The Mandalorian, earned the streamer the biggest nomination for Best Drama Series in the filmed version of Broadway's Hamilton, which premiered uh, last summer on Disney+, Plus, was nominated for Best Movie Made for Television. Uh, Hulu nabbed the, some nominations uh, for Best Comedy Series for Pen15 and Remy. Uh, they also had two nominations for Best Actor in a Comedy Series with Nicholas Holt from The Great and Remy Youssef of Remy. Hulu's Normal People picked up a nomination for Best Limited Series, Best Actor in a Limited Series, or Movie Made for Television for Paul Mescal, and uh, Best Actress in a Limited Series or Movie Made for Television for Daisy Edgar-Jones. FX, which obviously Disney owns, received 14 nominations, including Best Comedy Series nominations for both Better Things and What We Do in the Shadows. That is my favorite show, like comedy show. Mm -hmm. Like I love What We Do in the Me Shadows. Too. Uh, Better Things also scored a Best Actress in a Comedy Series nomination for Pamela Adlin. What We Do in the Shadows uh, picked up some acting nominations, duly deserved Best Actress in a Comedy Series for Natasha Dimitrio, uh, Best Actor for Matt Berry, Best Supporting Actor in a Comedy Series for both Harvey Guillen and Mark Proch. Proch? 
I pronounce that. I'm not good with names anyway. Uh, that's uh, about uh, about it. Uh, they're going to announce those on uh, Sunday, March seventh, twenty twenty one, and the uh, it'll be broadcast on the CW. Perfect. That's it. I got nothing else to say. Sorry for all the things I said in this episode. <laughs> That's going to do it for our episode. We thank you so much for joining us. We hope you come back next time for our next news episode. Please take a moment to rate and review our podcast on iTunes. Be sure to check out our website, which is thedizworld.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the underscore Dizworld and like our Facebook page. Until we meet again, we're going to get out of here. I'll see you later. Bye. Bye. For your safety and the safety of those around you, please walk slowly and carefully to your first destination.